0: The Owner's Box is part of the In The Money Podcast Network.
1: You can always log on to InTheMoneyPodcast.com where you can follow along. You can subscribe to the free newsletter. And not only do you have The Owner's Box, but also shows such as The Players Podcast, JK Plus One, The Matt Bernier Show, Red Board Rewind, Nick Luck Daily, Talk Racing to Me, In the Ring with Acacia Courtney, and Off Track with Maggie. So lots of great things to listen to. Just head over to InTheMoneyPodcast.com.
0: Welcome to the Owners' Box. Now here's Billy Koch and Michelle Yu. Welcome to another edition of the Owners' Box. I'm Billy Koch, founder and managing partner of Little Red Feather Racing Club. Joining me back from Keeneland, back from the Breeders' Cup, the uber talented Michelle Yu. Michelle, what a week!
1: Oh my gosh! Like I can't, I can't even fathom that it's like already done because it was just.
0: A whirlwind. It really was. It was. It was so much fun. Uh, thought you know, Keeneland did a great job. Obviously, the star of the show was a horse named Flightline. Uh, by this time that people are listening to this, we already know a lot of things. One, uh, he is freaking amazing. Uh, <laughs> number two, uh, he is going off to stud. And wow. number wow, wow, wow. and number three, um, someone paid. Four and a half million dollars for two point four point six. Point point six million dollars point. actually. How many? Can you say it like the way we like to say it?
1: Four point <laughs> six million dollars.
0: <laughs> it just makes me laugh every time. Uh, people must think we are so strange. Uh and um yeah, it was a it was a flight line weekend, but there were also some amazing races. I don't know, do you want to just kind of go through some of the highlights or how do you want to do this? Because we have a good guest who's coming on the show, Michelle. Introduce uh, him.
1: So we're having Freddie sites on the show and he is actually the person that raised his hand to buy the sheriff flight line. So it wasn't for him. He is acting as agent and unless something happened in the last hour, they still have not actually announced who it was that bought the share. I know who it was. You do? Yeah. In real life? Yeah. Text me.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. Let's talk to Freddie first. Freddie Sites will come up right after uh Michelle and I get done with our three things of note. Of no. <laughs> All right, so where do we start?
1: Okay, so the first thing is just certainly like a really quick roundup. You mentioned Flightlands being retired. He is moving into stud duty at Lane's End and he will stand for two hundred thousand dollars.
0: Can I ask All- can I stop you? Yeah. Let's sure, say you were a uh breeder. And you mm-hmm. had a nice broodmare band. Would you feel inclined to pay two hundred thousand to go to Flightline? No, you would not. No. So, who are the type of people that are going to pay two hundred thousand dollars to breed to Flightline?
1: Oh, a lot of people. I, I mean, a lot of people. And like Jane Lyon has been active, and I saw a couple other people. I know Horonus Racing is going to send some mares to him, so like he's going to get really good support.
0: Okay, so let's go into that question a little more. Why wouldn't you breed to Flightline for that much money? Is there a reason? As I mute because the train is coming back.
1: Um, I I guess I just feel like he's that like he was he was freaky good, but also we didn't get to see enough of him to and to even know like everything about him. I don't know. Um, and 200000 for a first year just seems ultra, ultra high. I'd probably wait like a year or two for it to drop because that's what it's going to do. I, um, what is
0: Tap It right now?
1: Uh, let me look it up.
0: I think it, it's got to be up there, right? I would well, I, So
1: Into Mischief is two fifty, So he's the highest, right? right. Um, although Gunrunner is now going to stand private treaty.
0: What the hell, what does that mean?
1: That means that there is no public cost. Mm. Um, so he is going to be like if you if you know someone you can get in type thing. Mm. Um but he is no longer no longer a publicized price. So Tappet stands for a hundred and eighty-five thousand. Wow. Also, now you can tell me maybe I'm wrong. What sons of Tappet are amazing sires anything
0: you know more about this than i do to be honest with you i'd have to i'd have to do research and we did not prepare as always right um Um,
1: i mean i just like off the top of my head i feel like he has like frosted who's okay and like cupid who's okay and taprit who's first year right i mean essential quality hasn't bred yet like so i just can't Hmm. and i mean maybe that doesn't mean anything um Just kind of like thinking down the road, right? Yeah, I hear. But two hundred thousand is a lot. If I'm gonna spend six figures, you'll think I might. Maybe you'll think I'm crazy. I would rather send to Life is Good for a hundred.
0: Ooh, interesting. Now, Life is Good for those of you who live in a uh, closet or you know underground. Um, People are applauding the fact that they ran against Flightline and took them on.
1: Did yes.
0: And um, I I was gonna ask you about that. You like that
1: he's going to get more accolades for that ride and that race where he like faded and didn't finish than he would for any other race.
0: You think so? Even if he would have won the breeders cup dirt mile.
1: Yeah. But like, yes, I think because everyone appreciates that he took it to him. Like, you know, look at this is the best way to go. And this is what I said when we were in uh, Dubai. Like I was not happy with the ride because I felt like they tried to raid him. Like this is this ride we should have seen from him. Sure. Maybe he just doesn't like the mile and a quarter.
0: That's very you know true. What I mean? that could be. Um,
1: I mean, if they had maybe if the race is a mile and an eighth, he would have held on for second and and sent the way he did. I mean, but he took it to him, and he went fast, and it was like no holds barred. I really, really respect that about him. Um, and from him, we've seen him over multiple seasons. We've seen like a mental and physical progression from him, and we know he's brilliant, right? Until January of this year, he was the second coming.
0: Is WinStar one of our sponsors?
1: Uh, they are not.
0: Okay, so this is just... You're just saying this to be this just, yeah, honest. Just mm-hmm. I like it. I like it.
1: Um, Olympiad also retired, and he is going to Gainesway to stand stud, and he will stand for $35,000.
0: Mm, that seems like a nice deal. Yep. Okay. Um,
1: so those were... Uh, also, we do have some horses that are racing, which I feel like is like the 2A part of this, right? Okay, so, who's racing? Uh, Caravel is going to continue to race. Nice, I like that. Uh, Cyberknife is going to continue his racing season. Right. So, like, I don't know exactly what that means I mean, for Pegasus.
0: Like, you, know, you know, something Pegasus? like that. Pegasus, right? Okay. Yeah. It's I mean, if he
1: wins Pegasus, do you maybe just go to Saudi? Or is that maybe too late? I don't
0: know if it's too late, but yeah, I also okay. saw Goodnight Olive is going to come back,
1: and also um, Claryer going to come back for a five-year-old season.
0: Oh, good! I needed her again. That's two years in a row. She's cost me a lot of money.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, um, overall, I think that it's it's sad that we're seeing a lot of... Our, I feel like a lot of our really good horses are being retired, but I'm happy to say that there are some that are going to be remaining and continuing to race.
0: How did you feel overall about the Breeders' Cup at Keeneland?
1: 10 of 10. No, what? 9 of 10.
0: 9 of windy. 10. What was that? <laughs> it was windy. It, it was too- <laughs> You blame Keeneland because it was windy. I like that. Yes, it was windy. Okay, that makes sense. For Uh, sure. I thought it was Uh a really enjoyable weekend. I thought um, they rolled out the red carpet. For people in the races, we had several runners. Um, I know you probably won't mention it, but I thought Nagarok running third in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile turf was amazing at 39 to 1. And I thought Comanche Country ran a really good race. In the Breeders' Cup juvenile Phillies turf. She finished seventh, but she was only beaten a length for third with kind Mm. of a. uh, She was in between horses, never really got to get out and stretch her legs. And I thought. And that's kind of.
1: She needs to be on the outside, like free rolling, because she doesn't have like an explosive turn of foot. I feel like she really, like, when she sees the horse at the top, she's like, oh, I'm going to get you. But it's not like. It's grind, grind, grind until I see and then I go. Yeah.
0: It's a little Um, bit sickening because we lost. I think we lost by like a half length, a head, a neck, a nose, and a nose. Like it was weird to run third. So anyway, but uh, she's been, she she will be given a break. Nagarok will be given a break. Gold Phoenix actually ran a three on Thorograph Sheets, the best number he's ever run in his life. And he ran 10th. So (laughs) just to tell you how tough the Breeders' Cup is. But it was a great experience. Partners, LRF partners, had a great time, and uh, I look forward to Santa Anita next year. Do you? Now
1: here's a here's a fun question for you. Go. Um. So, like, generally, this is like year end type of stuff. Um, who do you vote for for three year old of the year?
0: So my options are epicenter, mm-hmm. Taba, mm-hmm. Life is good. I mean, not Life is good. Uh, Rich Strike.
1: Rich Strike. Mm-hmm.
0: And who else are my other options?
1: Cyberknife. Cyberknife. Um.
0: I think my I think I vote f- very close for Epicenter and Taba. Okay. I would have to do some homework, but uh, I do like I, I think Epicenter had a had an amazing year, and I think was very unlucky in the in the Derby, and I think he was kind of unlucky in the Preakness.
1: Yeah, um, I, I think I'm gonna vote. I, yeah, I don't have also. a vote.
0: I don't vote for that. Do you vote for that?
1: I do. Yeah, oh, look I at do you. vote for that.
0: Who would you guess, um, just out of curiosity oh, and Secret
1: Oath. Sorry, Secret Oath. Well, removed that's... from the phasic Tipton sale. She's going to continue to race. Oh, good.
0: Well, who would you vote for for Horse of the Year? I'm just kidding.
1: I mean, maybe that's a good question. Maybe it's, it's really not a good question. I think
0: Let me ask you one more question, Michelle, because this has come up in my uh, social media feeds. Is this whole uh, Larry Colmas call and comparing him to Secretariat? That's, or sec- like,
1: hold on. Oh, oh that okay? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, no. I, thought you were, I thought you were like, going somewhere
0: else. Oh no, it was. He said a Secretariat like you know performance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is Flightline? Can you compare him to Secretariat? I can. And is he the best no. horse you've ever seen?
1: He's certainly been one of the most dazzling horses I've ever seen, and his last two races have been, I mean, pretty inspiring. And like, it kind of puts a bow on on a lot of superlatives, but also
0: what's a big word for you?
1: <laughs> that I didn't screw up.
0: You, you said also, it amazingly like, well.
1: More like, you can't you can't put him in the same breath as Secretariat because. Secretariat achieved, like, the Triple Crown in that short time frame, right? and the way he won the Belmont, you know, with the negative fractions and everything was just insane, and he raced it two, and he raced it three, and he raced it
0: four. Yeah, there's a longevity factor, I think, yeah.
1: on turf, and it's like, you know, I appreciate they took different chances with him, so, like, for me, yeah, Flightline's been devastating in his last two, but, like, Even before that, it was like all three-year-olds, and it was like small fields, and they spaced his races out so much that like he should be the best. He's coming into each race. He's had eons of time, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, I would. Yeah, I think, I think the most impressive horse I'd ever seen run was Spectacular Bid when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. He was so dominant, Um, similar to Flight Line. I just. The performances that he put on that I was there for, the Met Mile, the Pacific Classic, and now the Breeders' Cup Classic, I don't know if I've seen a horse string together three more impressive races. I was, you know, I'm obviously recent times, you think of Arrogate in the Dubai World Cup and the Breeders' Cup and the, um, what was the race in between? Oh, the uh, Pegasus. I think, comparatively speaking, there was something about Flightline, though, that he is so fast. And, you know, you listen to the interviews with the jockeys after the race, whether it was Mike Smith on Taba or anybody else. And they just said, well, we were waiting for him to, you know, come back. We knew they were going fast. We were 18 lengths back. Right um, and the, the he thing just about doesn't is come he makes back.
1: Look cheap. Yeah. Like he makes every horse look cheap, That's right?
0: Bad. Yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. Kudos to all the owners. Um, Summerwin and her, obviously the Horonises, who are both uh, very big fans of the show, Michelle. You know that. Yes. Uh, Terry Finley and his West Point Thoroughbreds. And, you know, kudos them. I believe that was their 2.5% that sold for $4.6 million. So that's a pretty good investment and a pretty good return.
1: Yep. Okay. Um, So also just want to mention one of the three things of note that the uh, sales are going on. We had the Night of the Stars. We have uh, broodware sales going on. And some big names we had go through the ring include Midnight Bisou. She sold for $5.5 million dollars um
0: but didn't they buy her for like five million or was it the it was kind of a rna situation where it was the other the part owners right some weird excellent
1: question i don't remember
0: yeah it was it was someone who was involved it was jeff blooms
1: jeff bloom
0: yeah and then they bought it put her in full and now she's i think she had one baby and this is the second
1: yeah did she belly? have like a curlin or something i believe so yeah let's see so so you don't think this was a very good sale
0: I didn't say that. I just find it interesting. But you know what? We don't know anybody's – I don't think it's ever fair to critique someone else's sale because Mm -mm. you don't know what those people are going through. You don't know if they're having a financial problem. You don't know if they're getting out of the game. You don't know if they're just, hey, this is the time. We feel like it's right to move on. We have a baby. Um, We can make money here. You know, there's no way to know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and and it – it's funny, if you buy a horse for five five million and you sell it for five point five, all of a sudden that's a failure. Well, that's still a half a million dollars. Um Right. So to you, to you and me, to, that's a lot.
1: Just to go back, um, so Midnight Bisou, she won thirteen graded stakes, she earned seven point five million dollars, and she was purchased in November of twenty twenty for five million dollars. So one of the partners bought out right like the other shares. Right, right, right. right. Um, so you were correct on that. And yeah. then yeah, she sells
0: for five point five million
1: after having a full
0: yeah, and paying stud fees and I, I don't I don't know. I don't know where where you wind up financially from that. Maybe Jet Bloom could tell us.
1: Hmm. I mean hmm. Well, I wonder I, I do wonder why they sold her to kind of like begin with. Like why'd they sell her in full? Were they hoping for I don't know like a ten million dollar day? Yeah. Were they hoping for like
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't tell you. I, I don't know the answer.
1: Um, so Katsumi Yoshida landed her. Um, it's amazing how strong the Japanese the t- are. And she was offered in full to tap it.
0: Beautiful. That baby will be big.
1: Uh yeah. Actually, the <laughs> curly baby is super cute. I will say. I will say this. How about she was like a nineteen thousand dollar RNA originally, and then she was an eighty thousand dollar OBS purchase. Do you ever have?
0: Do you ever have million. though? Like, I know this is going to sound terrible, but. It's like a little bit too much. It's like we had her, she was awesome, then we sold her, then she had a baby. Now we're selling her again. It's like okay, enough. Just move on. Let her have her babies and let's see the run. You know what I mean? Like it's like enough. It's like it felt like a little a little much for me. But Okay. Man, um
1: me. well and then Gamine also Oh sold yeah, seven million. Seven million
0: dollars. Yeah, Seven million horse racing is really, really hurting right now. A lot of people out there saying that uh <laughs> You know, the game is really suffering, um, yeah, seven million.
1: Seven million dollars for Gamine and uh who was she in full to? She sold in full, right?
0: Yeah, somebody really good. Into mischief, maybe?
1: She's by into mischief, so I don't I don't think that would have
0: worked. Well then it. it wasn't into mischief, like I said. <laughs> I, I said there's no way.
1: <laughs> I know that MV Magner bought her, but I don't know. Yeah, I
0: mischief. have it right here. Hold on one second. It's, Find uh, it out. Find it out. Um, coming up in just a couple of minutes, we're going to talk to. Who are we talking to, Michelle?
1: We are talking to Freddie Seitz.
0: Freddie Seitz, who raised his hand. Uh, who is she in for? Was How it come in. Uh, she was announced in full to Quality Road.
1: Quality Road. Oh, if that's a Philly, that thing's worth $2 million right there. Boom. Um, okay. And then my last like thing of note, although it has like stretched on and on and on is that I want to announce a really fun thing that is Colmas calls for karma coming up at Del Mar. I think this is amazing. So a lot of people always wanna know like what goes on in the announcer's booth. And I think it's been very cool through like NBC and whatnot that we've been able to peek inside the announcer's booth like via cameras. But this is an opportunity if you want to go upstairs with Larry and actually call the race it's a hundred dollars a person you can have up to six people in the room and you will go up you'll have like a meet and greet with larry colmas you can ask him whatever questions you want get a picture take a picture and then you watch him call a race and uh then you're going to get like a box for the day and everything at delmar so it's gonna be really cool yes i think it's really great because it's for a great cause it's for karma which is one of the causes that I think Billy and I are both super passionate about. I know Billy is for sure. And (laughs) you can do this anytime during the fall meet here. Um, And so I think that's awesome. And if you are into that, then you need to go on to dmtc.com forward slash calendars and you can look for Colmas Calls for Karma.
0: Yeah, it's dmtc.com forward slash tickets forward slash detail forward slash Colmas dash calls. So, My
1: mine, mine says calendar slash detail slash columns. I, I calls. found
0: it someplace else. Um, did you also know? I'd like to make one last little bit of info. We did. Uh, wait, 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 fr- question. Oh, yeah. Did you
1: like Larry's call of the classic?
0: I did. I thought it was good. I thought Larry had a good day. Okay. I thought the Cody's wish thing was. I literally, I can't even watch the coverage because <sighs> just I start bawling immediately. Um, I thought I thought Larry had a really good day. I thought it was a, I thought I did like his call. Okay. But um, I have to say something. We at the owner's box did a first ever fantasy draft. Uh, it was myself and you and Jay Prevman mm-hmm. and Gabby Godet and mm-hmm. I destroyed you. <laughs> and I won money for karma.
1: Who did you have that did so well for you?
0: I had an amazing couple of days. Okay,
1: I, I want to say this, though. I wound up in second. I had zero after the You didn't, the first actually. Day. I messed My up. Friday I, think had zero. I think Jay Pridman was
0: so, I think Jay Pridman was second. So
1: I feel really proud that I, like, banged out a second after being dead. You had like, a good, like, trailing yeah. Trailing the field.
0: Yeah, you had a good um second day.
1: Okay, Hold so on, I'm trying to find $90.12.
0: Jay Pridman yeah. was actually second because I think we miscalculated him. We didn't give him place for Rebels Romance or something like that. So I think Jay Pridman actually was second. Well, but look at my like look at mean. my winners. Wonder Wheel, um, Good Night Olive, Olive, Cody's Wish, Tuesday, <laughs> Elite, Elite Power, uh, and Flightline. But, I mean, yeah, that's a pretty – look at that. Cody's Wish, Tuesday, Elite Power. Boom, boom, boom. One, two, okay. three in a row. That's a huge victory. I pick
1: had Malafat, Modern Games. Uh, Emirati Anna was a big getter Huge for me. Huge for you. Her to Huge. for him to win. Yeah. Her. Him. 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 Him with a her uh, name. I got kind of screwed because Laurel River scratched. So I did not get a choice.
0: Oh, that's you know? a good point.
1: I feel like I should have like maybe had like.
0: It was a lot of fun. Great... What what should we do differently next year? Do you think? If we do uh, this again.
1: One alternative horse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we could do that. Yeah. We should have just like you pick someone. Honestly,
1: I think everything else was great. I thought it went by really well. I thought it was like fun to do. I think like doing the win place wager is a great idea. I mean.
0: Yeah. If I could have gotten a show on Nagarok, that would have been huge. I know. Um, it is kind of fun because you have, to, you have to make choices. I think my first pick was Highfield Princess and she actually did not. She ran it fourth. And my second pick was Elite Power.
1: Yeah. Wow. My first pick was Modern Games.
0: Which was smart. Yeah. Well, It was it smart, though? He got you back like $6. It was a huge but, favorite.
1: But like you took flight line like last. Yeah, but, but I took flight line like, in that like that. Like yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I but just But I needed worried. a horse that was going to be, that I knew was going to win.
0: Yeah. I hear you. Okay.
1: You did good. Billy, 90 bucks. Good job.
0: Good job by you. That's what uh, Bill Simmons and, uh, and, and uh, Cousin Sal always say. Good job by you. Good um, job by all you. All right. Let's get to our guest. Find out about the bidding on Flightline and what he is all about right after this.
1: Thank you so much to the Keeneland sales located at the World's Marketplace. The Keeneland November breeding stock sale is off and running in Lexington, and you can see the catalog online. Just visit november.keeneland.com to learn more, and maybe you can find your future champion.
0: All right, welcome Thank back. Um, we have a very special guest. His name is Freddie Seitz. Been in this game for a while now. His family's in the game, um, and he was actually the one who bid the four point six million. He what didn't pay the four point six million, but he was the one bidding. So, Freddie, thanks for coming on the show today.
1: Really, that's that's Thank the best of both worlds.
0: Why, why is that the best of both exactly. worlds?
1: Because he gets Did to do get the to bidding, the... but it's not out of his pocket.
0: Freddie, real quick. I'm, we're going to come back to this, but I just want to know right off the top, like how fast was your heart beating?
2: You know, it wasn't my calmest moment that I've ever had. I will say that. Were, <clears throat> were your palms sweating? Guy, a little bit. Keelan guy came over to get my signature on the sheet. and uh, Shaking. I think I was thinking to myself, I, I'm going to need a different pen because this one's shaking too much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you've bought like a ton of horses in your life. This is not anything new
2: to you. I have, I have bought quite a few. Um, I don't think I obviously never had bought anything like that. So you know, plus that, and there were so many dang eyeballs on me in this uh, pavilion here at Keeneland. So, well, let's you know, I know what. Think, let's uh,
0: let's talk about that for a second because. It's, it, because first of all let's make an announcement we're not going to say who actually bought the horse that's been right. requested um i think michelle and i were just talking i actually have an idea who it is i'm not going to say it maybe i'll say it off air to, or, or later on after you leave um, but how is it approached to you give us like the scoop on that hey yeah, ring, get, ring. Get i'd this like call. to buy flight line yeah we get this call <laughs> freddie i want you to go bid like what's that like i mean give us like kind of that insight that's fair
2: well, I actually had a couple of our clients talk about it, and I I said to them, "Do you realize what this thing is probably going to bring?" And they didn't. I don't think. I think they thought it would bring way more than people expect to pay for a stallion share, but I don't think they thought realistically it could bring north of four million dollars. But like I was saying, we we did talk to a couple people, and they were like, "Well, I wouldn't do that." Did I think he was going to bring that much? No. But um, when I got the call from this particular client, he, uh, I, I didn't know, you know. He's not new to the business, but he's newer, and I didn't know what he was thinking. And it turns out he was thinking real figures. So it was very exciting to, to find out that we were going to be at least in the running for this
0: share. so, so that, did you know it
2: was really cool uh,
0: did you know ahead of time uh, sorry michelle i just jumped in on you okay. um did you know ahead of i mean you had to set kind of a budget right you had to say hey you know I, this is nuts what, what this could possibly go for. Are you prepared for this? And the guy or woman or whoever it is says, yeah, no, no, I'm prepared to go. Was it I'm prepared to go to X or are you on the phone going, hey, it's 4 Like, what? What? Give us a little bit about that interaction because I think the people want to know.
2: Well, as you know, because I know you've bought a lot of horses in your life too, you can say, here's our budget and the best thing to do is just kind of ball that up and throw it right out the window because <laughs> when you're dealing with horses, I do that every nobody day. Nobody ever sticks to their budget, right? Right.
0: <laughs> you have to be disciplined. So, so, so that was more than the anticipated budget, is what you're saying?
2: It was. I, I think. Uh, I will say it wasn't as much more as as one would think, but it was. It was. I think it was more than anybody budgeted for that. I really do. I, I don't think anybody, even the underfitters were prepared to be going that high.
0: I was, I was about to ask you, do we know who the underbidders were?
1: Max Coolmore. Coolmore was one of the underbidders. Coolmore
0: was?
2: I was told mm-hmm. it was Coolmore. I did not see them, but I was not really looking around. I was kind of focused on my own thing. So I was told it was Coolmore, but I, again, didn't quite see.
0: What was... Can we so. do like... Wait, Michelle, can we do one more thing? I just want to do sure. one more thing with Freddie. Freddie Sides joining us here <laughs> on the Owner's Box. So I'm you... Okay. And you're this person who actually bought the horse, okay? Uh-huh. And uh-huh. you look up they were at four they were going by hundreds of thousands, right? Once it got to four. Yes. So mm-hmm. so okay. You're the so wait, to get to four six, you were four four, you were four two, and you were four. So it's four million. Okay, now they go four mm-hmm. one. I'm you, you're the other guy. Okay, man. Hey bro, it it's four one. What do you want to do?
2: You're you're being me. Uh yeah. he's yeah. kind of honestly he was kind of giggling on the phone (laughs) he he was a lot more he he was a lot more relaxed than i was because i was you know i'm taking this really seriously and i want to get everything right right and uh i think he and his family are in the background just having fun with it which i i thought was great i thought it was really cool to hear instead of uh an anger emotion or like a frustration emotion (laughs) from what i remember he was actually kind of giggling about it right day. so he's like that yeah for two lot,
0: so how long how long are you <laughs> wait, taking it's so fast you yeah, don't have ahead. like
1: yeah. that long to like t- it's not like okay uh what do you want to do because like they'll start counting you down right
2: they will but at the when you get to that level there's absolute silence in the in the uh, pavilion right. and it's down to two bidders, and they understand that most of the time it's you're, you're half the time you're having to talk to somebody on the phone so when they oh when gosh. they have a an object like that selling they'll give you time so you have you have 30 seconds between bids i don't think we use 30 seconds between bids but they're not going to drop the hammer if they could squeeze another hundred thousand out of you you know what i mean So sure. give you time to talk about it
0: do you think you were prepared to go for eight honestly
2: uh, I don't think so, actually. <laughs> right,
0: that's amazing. So that was the last bid. This is it. Like he's like, this is it, dude. He's cracking up with his family over four point six million, and you're sweating. And he's like, yeah, then that is it. When when the hammer fell, and you realized yes. it was
2: you, and it was your your guy.
1: Wait, where you- were you? Front, back? Where were you?
2: No, you had to be in the pavilion, or you had to be on that little metaverse thing. Oh, the metaverse. Okay. The yeah.
0: So when it fell and it was you, did your heart sink? Did it stop? Did it? Did the shaking start? Like, did people run? I, we weren't there. I didn't see it. Did, were you like mobbed? Like, what happened?
2: Well, first of all, everybody started clapping, and I was telling him on the phone, "Everybody's clapping for you right now." That's so awesome. then. <laughs> Then I got to sign the ticket, and that's when You're the shaking. thing was shaking. Right. My hand was very steady, but the pen was
0: shaking. Were you like, wait? Shaking. Were you like, were you like <laughs> did they say like, sir? Do you want to do you want to check the boxes for um, to make sure that there were no uh, <laughs> yeah, the that insurance? he's leaving the state? <laughs> do
2: you want to check? Do you want to check? You not have to pay state tax. <laughs> the sheriff, the sheriff's not going to leave the state. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah, he's uh, he's kind of walking me through it. I, I've done it a bunch, like you have, and. But when it was that high stakes, it was, you know, there was people all around me and then I had to get up and go outside and do people were barraging me with questions about who it was but i had already been told not to say anything so that's got to be hard was for you some disappointment there
0: yeah that's got to be hard for you and what a cool guy that he's like i don't want the attention like so this is just this is just for me that's rare in this game yeah, because if I someone's going to spend a lot of times and correct me if i'm wrong and michelle you jump in on this too if, if you spend 4.6 million dollars let's be honest it is a it, it, it's it's partially there's some ego involved i mean when people I buy mean, these really big last, horses
1: last week when i spent that much
0: oh you've been through this before michelle
2: with people all over you yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, no, oh, yeah. but there is but it is
0: it's it let's be honest there there's some ego involved right i, I want to own a right. piece of flight of line like that's and for this guy or, or woman i'm i keep saying guy i apologize um to do this and not <laughs> want to be known i think that's actually kind of noble am i what do you think, Freddie?
2: I agree. I thought it. I thought it was uh, just exactly what you said. I, I consider him to be a very cool guy, like a really down to earth. And I don't. I just don't think it's from what I understood. It just didn't seem like he really cared right. to have his business out there. Which it's hard to keep that quiet. I mean, yeah, obviously there are rumors out there, and sure. they may or may not be right, but. Uh can I, I ask a keep it quiet so
0: I got kind of a tough question I, for you and you can, you do not have to answer this Normally and this is good because a lot of people listen to the show are learning about the business and normally when you have a bloodstock agent buy a horse at a sale they are commissioned Did you work uh-huh. out an agreement prior to this knowing that you know normally it's 5% this is a gigantic commission was there something worked out beforehand that you were like hey I'm going to do it for this or I mean, again, you don't have to answer that question. Yeah,
2: I'll just say it's something that was worked out. It's probably something I'd probably just have to do as part of it. It's not like, hey,
1: as as as, soon no matter how much, you get the 5%. But it's like, here, you get this opportunity. But it's an
0: interesting thing. And Freddie, as as someone who buys horses before, and Michelle, you've been there too. It, It is an interesting thing bloodstock agents can be dangerous now i love my bloodstock agents i trust them implicitly but a lot of times bloodstock agents knowing that they're going to make five percent on sales will push you to buy more expensive horses it makes sense right they want Mm -hmm. they want to make money
2: it, it is a it is a factor for sure and uh it's it's funny to see that wealthy people are willing to just dive right in and pay that i I understand what you're saying. I didn't let you finish, but I, I kind of see where you're going. Yeah. It surprises me that it's so prevalent, still exactly the same way.
0: Yeah, it is interesting. Freddie Seitz joining what us. Michelle, the, go ahead. was
2: like the.
1: What was the day like leading up to that? Like knowing, I mean, it, it's not. It's not like everyone knew you were going to go in and be making a, a heavy bid for flight line. So just like in your head, was it like I can't wait till this happens? Could you like sleep? The, I, I think Billy would not have been able to sleep the night before.
0: Oh no, I would have. I had, I drank that Friday night, so I would have been fine. I had had so much bourbon; it was ridiculous. I slept perfectly.
2: (laughs) I, uh, I guess, just excitement. Like I've, I have have been on some nice horses before. Uh, Again, nothing like this. I was very excited about it, but to be quite honest, I didn't think I would be the one signing the ticket for it, and I, I thought that some of these other big outfits. Would be the one that would just say, "I, I don't care how much it costs. It's right. so rare; they gotta have it." You know, I just. But right. I guess when you're making a commercial business out of it, some people just say, "I'll pay exactly this, and not one dollar more." And it turned out wow. to be that way. I guess.
0: How do you feel about? Uh, here's a question. This is a good one, Michelle. You're gonna uh-huh. like this one. How do you feel about the fact, or how did you, maybe you've discussed this with your client? How did did they know ahead of time? I can't remember. He was going to be retired before they bought him, right? It had nothing to do with the racing. No, they
1: didn't announce
2: it.
0: They announced it after or before?
2: No, I think they had announced he was retired. They hadn't announced this stud be. Okay. Correct.
0: Correct. So they had After announced years, it. Right. So he had no influence. Did he say was I was going to ask if one of the reasons he wanted to do this or she wanted to do this uh, was to be part of the racing next year. But I guess they knew that ahead of time. No, so this, no, I'm going to just it. edit this no. part out of the podcast because that was the dumbest thing of all time.
2: Um, <laughs> no, I think people would like to know that. I, I, I know what you're saying. It, it wasn't you're in the horse business, but if people are not in the horse business, that's a good question to me.
0: Okay, good. Thank but you. He, you know what? I've decided, I've decided to leave that I part in. I've decided to leave that part in. Was your sister oh. there? We're Anna's great. She's amazing. She works for FASIG and and has her own syndicates. Was she there with you? She's okay. Yeah, she's no, I'm good. joking. I love Anna. <laughs> <laughs> was she there?
2: <laughs> she, she. Uh, I don't think she wasn't with me. Um, no, I don't think she was there. Okay. She called me afterwards and said everybody was calling
0: her and said like, "What are you doing?"
2: So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> tell us a little <laughs> bit it's about real.
2: Listen, we. I did get that question. I did get that question. <laughs> was five, that really you? 15 times that day. Is this real? Is this really you? Did this really happen?
0: Is this in the right. meta, Is this in the and metaverse? There
2: was. I'm not really sure yet. I could still be dreaming.
0: Is this in the metaverse? <laughs> <Did> like,
1: <laughs> say, I, wait? Wait, did anyone actually bid off the metaverse, or was everybody in person?
2: I don't know the answer to that. I know that Coolmore was there, and if right. they were the underbidder, it was supposedly us. Uh, okay, mid to late. so i don't I don't know if anybody bid on the Metaverse.
1: if anyone didn't get to see really the, the metaverse was. was like the the oculus goggles that people would right. wear. and they'd put like they put a digital sales ring in it that you could stare at him. and they had flight lines standing in it. and then they had the bids on the side like e e ee, ee, ee as they were going off. but like it was a cartoon of
2: horse or was it a cartoon image of it? no, it was like horses.
1: a cartoon like a like a digital image. Like a video
0: game. Um, That's pretty rad. Um, While we have you, Freddie, we've taken up 14 minutes of your time so far. I feel it's important that people know who you are and, and just about your family. Can you give us a little pitch about, you know, you've been in this game for a long time about your dad and, and uh, all about the farm and and what you guys have going on.
2: Sure. Um, Obviously a family operation, as you just said, my parents started the farm back in the early eighties. Um, They built it from pretty much a cattle farm they built a horse farm out of it and started brookdale Uh, the farm was named after um a training center where my dad grew up in new jersey it was called brookdale training center now it's a college it's like a community college or something so he took that name and named the farm that and uh we we're basically a commercial operation we board a lot of horses for people and uh half of our clients breed commercially they want to sell foals or yearlings um or mares and the other half of our clients uh just want us to raise their foals up until they're ready to be broke and go into training okay and uh so we'll have about 100 mares on the farm at all times uh sometimes it's you know our numbers go up and down depending on what time of the year. You know, we have a whole new crop of babies every year. We'll probably have 65 or 70 babies every year. And uh, so basically, we're just a nursery. And <laughs> my brother...
0: I like it. We're in a nursery. <laughs> yeah, they're born horse, here. Horse and, nursery. And
2: yeah. They're born here, and then when when they're ready to get a saddle on them, they got to go somewhere else and get trained. Most people send their horses to around here. Most people send their horses to... Florida or South Carolina to get broke, but uh, there's, there's some of that in Kentucky. But for the most part, we just take care of them until they're ready to get broke. But it's and, it,
0: but uh, that's what you do, and that's what and it works. Uh, there have you yeah, ever there's, there's a, have you ever had one on the farm, and you're like, Dad, I know this one is special. Like, let's just buy it
2: uh, off of our clients. Yes, yes. Are you like <laughs> yes? That's no. what I mean. There many times when we would like to have owned one of our clients' horses, but we, we probably we would refrain from buying it out of our, out of our our own consignment. However, uh, we have bred our own horse. We do breed our own horses. Oh, there you we go. Bred a lot of our own horses. That I have said that we need to keep this one, and he promptly said, "Yes." thanks for your input, we'll be selling it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's got, sometimes that's hard though. I mean, you breed the horse, you see it as a baby, you, you, you raise it and then you sell them, but there's still, I think a, a tremendous amount of pride, right. That comes with doing Absolutely. that. And when yeah. you see them on the racetrack and you're, you know, I'm, i I become uh, good friends with Lynn Hancock and we have actually a, a horse that we bought as a yearling that won at Santa Anita and now is running Sunday at Del Mar, And, It's kind of nice. Like she texts me, and we text each other. And she's like, "That's you know, that was our baby. You know, it's incredible to see him running. Like there's, it's kind of wild."
2: It is awesome. And I, and I, first of all, Lynn is awesome. Yeah. So I'm glad that you get to uh, get to know her. Yeah. And also, uh, I know exactly what you're saying. We follow anything we breed, whether it's a five thousand claimer or a stakes horse it's hard not to follow him. it's hard not to want to watch them run just just to see you know well you know they came from your house and there's a little a part of you that's with them so i know exactly what you're talking about and that's, that's why right
0: way. and that's why you know it's hard for me personally and i think michelle too i think michelle you might agree with this for my business it's very difficult. I've had people come up all the time, especially with some of the mares we've sold over the years, and they're like, you know, why don't we keep the mare and breed and have this breeding operation? But it's a totally different part of the business. Now, it may be so satisfying once that horse makes it to the track and is actually a winner, but at the same time, there's massive expenses, there's time, and anything that could go wrong usually does. And it's just not part of our business. We're racers, you know? Does that does that make sense? Right. But
2: sell the you it know makes absolute sense.
0: Yeah, I, I try to fact, explain.
2: Go ahead. I, uh, my dad has the best saying if I could tell you guys. Yes, it's we funny. want to hear it. Uh, to me, it's funny. He said he had a friend call him one time and said, "Fred, my friend says I need to get into the breeding business," and my dad says, "That's not your friend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. All right. That's very good, Freddie Sights. We, that
2: kind of tells you how we see the reading business, but we all love it. We've all gotten bitten by the bug, and we uh, we can't get away from it. It's just something that you know you you do it, you fail at it. But then, if you do succeed, as you know, there's nothing better than a homebred stakes winner, or even a even any kind of race winner. Yeah. There's nothing better than it. Having been bred by yourself, you
0: know that's amazing. Well, listen, we went way over the time allotted. Uh, we appreciate it, Freddie. Uh, continued success to you and your family, and what a day! I'm sure uh, to quote uh, the great Trevor Denman, one you'll never forget. Absolutely,
2: I really appreciate what you guys do, and uh, you're great for the sport. And thank you very much for having me. Wow, that, was, was, like, oh, that was like that was like the nicest
0: thing anybody's ever said. Have you listened to the oh, show know. before? Usually they just, like, hang up with us. Yeah,
2: usually they just said bye. No, but I've listened to you guys on TV before, so I I enjoy listening to you guys. All right. Well, we appreciate
0: you. you. Thanks, Freddie. Have a great day. Say hi to the family. Okay. Thank you all. All All right. right. See you soon. Freddie Sides joining us here on The Hundred Box. Let's take a quick break, Michelle, and then we'll come back and wrap things up.
1: Perfect. The Owner's Box is brought to you in part by TaylorMade. TaylorMade Partnerships provide an unmatched entry and experience into both the racing and breeding side of the thoroughbred industry. Now you can be a part of top-level racing and breeding with all the rewards, less risk, and less cost. Medallion Racing has also enjoyed great success throughout the years, with 66% of starters running in graded stakes, 25% in grade ones. The partnership was fortunate enough to have Going to Vegas run in the Breeders' Cup this year. Similarly, the Bloodstock Investments have discovered great value on the breeding side of the game, buying and selling such standouts as Improbable, Bast, Cutting Humor, and Flame Away, among others. Join TaylorMade and experience the thrill with us, your family.
0: All right, uh, Michelle, that was an outstanding guest. Michelle and I go back and forth. We're wait. Well, a lot of times we go back and forth on who we want to bring on the show, and Michelle was like, I want to talk to the people who bid on Flightline. And I was like, is that interesting? Because we don't know who it is. <laughs> I actually did say that to you. I'm like, I don't know if that's interesting. But you know what? It really was. It was. I, I think I was we gained excited. Look, there's probably a lot of people who listen to the show who's never been to a horse sale. And if you are there, it's really fascinating because there's so many moving parts. There's so many things happening. There's, you know, you're talking to the consigners, You're figuring out your own budget. and But when you are bidding, I can tell you that I've bid on... Thousands of horses in my life. And if I went to a sale tomorrow and bid on a horse, my heart would still race. There is something right. about the adrenaline, the nerves. Are we going to get this horse? Um, and it's funny that he said the guy was laughing because usually I'm going,
1: fuck, Billy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when we get outbid. So anyway, well, sorry. Bleep that. I'm not believing that. I'm leaving that in. Yeah. All right. Uh, um, that was really cool. Freddie Sides. thank you very much for joining yes, us today. And you, good and good luck with the two and a half percent of flight as he just bangs Breaks it out for two hundred thousand dollars a pop. Right.
1: Um okay what, what's so going on? What, what do we, we have? As we wrap, what yeah. do we have coming up? Is what you usually say, right? Yeah, what
0: do we have coming up? Well hey, by the way, Beach Boss is back. I want to throw Beach. that out. Well that's
1: uh Billy. Yeah. Is that part of your thing? Yeah. Okay, go. Okay, so Delmar's Fall Meet is fast approaching. So Woo-hoo! it comes up on Friday, which is probably the day you're listening to this. Uh, 13 racing days with 15 stakes from Friday, November 11th to Sunday, December 4th, including the Turf Festival, a couple of grade ones, the Hollywood Derby, and the Matriarch. And, of course, there is the Del Mar Fall Handicapping Challenge with BCBC and NH- NHC seats available. So don't miss out on Del Mar Fall. Also, we're going to be back with Beach Boss. Beach
0: Boss.
1: I do have a sad note.
0: Uh oh, what?
1: I will not be doing Daybreak at Delmar for the fall meet.
0: Why not? Why
1: not? Well, um, with gas prices the way they are and childcare prices the way they are, I cannot like afford to be driving down to Delmar, um, every week.
0: That's ridiculous.
1: Tell me about it. All right. So, uh, but I found a very worthy fill-in for myself. Who is that? And it is Jessica Piper.
0: Oh, she's amazing.
1: I know. So I think it's going to be very cool for her to get to do it. And I think it's going to help out like her speaking a little bit. Um, you know, I talk.
0: And- I, I, how come I hear this weird echo? Do you hear this echo? No. I don't know. Um,
1: I talked and- to Jessie this morning, by the way, about that. Mm-hmm. I gave her With some. Her
0: well, I and, yeah, she is. I mean, Jessie's the best. I, I consider her like a daughter. And I watched her a little bit on TVG while I was in, while I was in Kentucky. And I just, I told her, it's going to come. She just needs to keep repeating, 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 and doing it more and more. And I told her, and you tell me because you're really good at this. Tell me if I'm wrong on the advice I gave her. I said, when you look into the camera, um, pretend that you're talking to someone that you know, like a Michelle mm-hmm. you or myself or, you know, Julie. Um, could, because she was almost like so formal. Like she was using words like, however. And I was like, we don't talk like that. We write like that, but we don't talk like that. And is that good advice or not good advice?
1: Yeah. And and I've been telling her too, like she needs to talk with a smile um, because she's kind of like a. Not afraid, but like, you know, she can definitely see she's not as comfortable yet. Right. And she so will. Like, you yeah, when you're in between, just smile, smile, even though no one can see you because it comes out.
0: Absolutely. I agree.
1: So I think that doing the Daybreak at Del Mar is going to be a really good thing for her for some growth. And if you come to Daybreak at Del Mar, I think that you're really going to be in for a treat because for the first time, you're going to have a current racing. Jockey that is doing um, the the, the Q and A. You know, Jeff Bloom did it for a long time, and he was a former jockey. But like to have someone that's currently riding,
0: yeah, that's I, very you know, cool. A ton
1: of questions that you know, I assume or I kind of know secondhand, but like I'm not in the jocks room. So right. like to have her there, I think is going to be so great for people.
0: Right, that makes a lot of sense. Is that is that our whole Delmar pitch?
1: Um, so, also coming up this weekend at Delmarm, I mentioned opening day is Friday. First post is 12:30. It is all weekend, actually, um, and we are going to be having Veterans Day and Senior Day on Friday. On Saturday, it is the Uncorked Wine Festival, Love Daybreak, that. and Beach Boss. And then Sunday is um, free and fun and Taste of the Turf Club. Our steaks for the weekend are the Let It Ride steak tomorrow. The Catherine Crosby on Saturday and the Betty Grable on Sunday.
0: Sounds like a great weekend of racing. You can catch Michelle and I on the whatever. Uh, We're going to do the, the players Money podcast. Players podcast coming up. We're going to record that next for the late pick five on Friday. Special thanks to all of our sponsors: uh, TaylorMade, Gainesway, uh, BetMakers, Delmar, Keeneland, Santa Anita, Adelphi. Keeneland, Adelphi. We have so many great sponsors, and of course, special thanks to all the listeners who. I think they're liking the show, Michelle.
1: They you know have we're to. almost at the and, end of the and, year. And we have Thank to you re-up? for uh, Freddie and Anna for the assist.
0: Thank you, Freddie. Thank you, Anna. Should we do this show next year again? What do you think?
1: Are we not going? We're we thinking about not. I, I thought we were know. for sure going to. I was going to
0: hang it up, but <gasps> no, I wouldn't do that to you. Um, no, you're the best. And uh, so I won't see you at Delmar then this week. I'm
1: going to come tomorrow.
0: Oh, okay. So I'll see you tomorrow on the veranda. I'll be there opening day. Let's go.
1: I'm going to come sit with you. All right. Come on. I have a cocktail ready.
0: You got it. See you guys. Thanks, everybody. Bye.